Kia ora, this is Newsable. I'm Emil. And I'm Imogen. And this is what's worth talking about. With the matches so tight at the pointy end of the FIFA Women's World Cup, we're seeing heaps of penalty shootouts, aren't we? Yes, we are. And penalty shootouts are a very interesting thing. Very different to a game of football, of course. Really highly pressurised and quite controversial. But we do have a lot of questions around these. You know, Is this something that you can prepare for? And, and how do you work towards it in the background. Well, joining us now to chat about this is former footy fern and Sky commentator Anna Green. Kia ora. Kia ora. Thanks for having me along. So a, a lot of people really hate penalty shootouts. You know, they think that they are um, sort of an unfair way of deciding a game and kind of cruel on the players. How do you feel about them? Yeah, I think cruel is like the perfect way to describe them. It's like just not a reflection of a football match. You've played 90 minutes, you've gone 30 minutes of extra time. For it to come down to a penalty shootout just seems like borderline inhumane. Like to me that it's it's so rough. But on the flip side, like as now a spectator, it is so exciting. It's a pressure cooker. Like Love it's like, it. show me the money. Like what's going on? Like step up to the plate. It's like clutch players and I love to watch it. <laughs> I wish that happened at the start of the game. <laughs> Imagine that. We no longer play football. It's yeah. just penalties. It's just kicks off. Yeah. Uh, who decides on the lineup on who's going to penalty shoot it out? Super dependent on the team, on the players. So I think um, what's important to note is that like people definitely practice penalties. So it's not like anyone's coming in here surprised at what's going on. Or, oh, it's my first time taking it. Like these are well rehearsed. They've gone through them at training. People will normally have their lineup set. But also um, I think, and particularly we did this with the Ferns, it was just on the day, like who's feeling really confident. And often like... You can either have your prescribed lineup or it'll be you've got a pool of players that are super confident, ready to go, and the coach will be like, who's willing to take it? And then you just put your hand up if you were. Do you do that at the start of the match just in case? Or is it at the when it comes to it? At training you'd have the you'd have your set up, but um when it comes to like how you're feeling, it would be no, you'd just do that like once it finally gets to penalties. You talk about how you practice them, and I'm really curious about how you do that because I guess the thing that makes such a big difference in a penalty shootout is the pressure and the stakes at that kind of time. And I, it seems to me that that would be a difficult thing to manufacture in, in practice. And that's probably the beauty of it. Like, that's the beauty of any race at the Olympics is you can train for it all you want. But when push comes to shove, it's like, how do you deal with that pressure? So, yes, 100%, you can practice at training all you want. And you do. Like, people will set it up so you'll have the whistle blow and you'll have the teams that halfway waiting so you can try and like manufacture that experience but um yes no nothing can really prepare you for taking a penalty in a world cup quarterfinal so yeah that's the beauty of it can you tell us a little bit more about the pressure and how difficult they are because on the as a spectator they kind of seem a little bit easy like just just shoot (laughs) shoot the goal just, just I know it's in, not. Kick the ball I'm in the goal. Kick of the of ball in the net. Yeah, yeah duh, come on. Back of the net. Just run really fast. It's yeah. that easy. Yeah. There's one guy mm. there. Girl, yeah. guy, person. It is like, in theory, yes, of course, everyone can kick the ball into the... Oh, I say everyone. That's not yeah. strictly true. But Not Imogen Wells. Yes, you can kick a ball into the corner of the net. But um, yeah, I think that is what makes it different. That's... What people love about sport is the unpredictable nature of it. I think things have changed quite considerably in that now, like 
the goalkeeper like can't leave their line mm. before the ball's kicked. I think if you were to watch a penalty shootout 20 years ago, it would be really, really different. Whereas now there's cameras um, showing all of that. We saw the USA goalkeeper think she'd saved it and oh. it was over by, I think they like used the reference like a cigarette paper. I was listening to a podcast a couple of days ago about this. It was 0.8 of a millimeter. So it was about the width of a human hair. These are such fine, fine, fine margins that like in the past that probably wouldn't have been given. So yeah, I think the nature of penalty shootouts, while like in its essence is still the same, like there's been some like quite fundamental changes to it. And um, also like the skill of the goalkeepers, like that's progressed a lot. So yes, in theory, the favour should always be with the striker and it shouldn't be that challenging to score but we've seen like a lot of penalties missed Mm -hmm. this world cup as well not in the penalty shootout but just in open play Mm -hmm. we've seen quite a few misses so yeah i think the pressure of it the skill that's involved also um i don't know if you guys have seen this but what i found interesting is now that goalkeepers are taping on the water bottles yeah the um strikers preference for um where they normally go on penalty shootouts. So it's like so much mind games going on. What do you mean, sorry? So the goalkeepers always have a drink bottle in the goal or off to the side and um, what they do is they write on it where their opponents take penalties. They're saying, I know. Yeah, so over the last five penalties they might be like, this person's gone X amount bottom right or top left. So they know sort of where these players like to go and – yeah. It's like double bluffing. Well, I was going to ask you that, like like in, in, in your case, I guess it'll differ from player to player, but in your case, did you have a place where you would put your penalty when you were taking it or would it be just where you're vibing when you step up to the plate? No, so I definitely had a spot where I would take it, but like the beauty of that is that I would take a penalty once every, I think I took one in my entire career right, in like yeah. an actual, like I say in a game that mattered and I missed. So... <laughs> 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 so they're really, really hard. Yeah, they're so challenging. Um, the ball on the goal. <laughs> so um, the beauty of that is that I only take them very rarely and like so I can just pick my spot and have that every time in training and that's great. But when you've got players that are taking six a season or mm. their team's designated penalty taker, like you have to mix it up. So you've mm. got to be confident changing where you're going. You've got to be confident that you can actually hit the side netting, not have it a meter in from the post. So yes, for a pleb like me, <laughs> I can choose one spot and that be it all the time. But when like these like full-time pros, I know they've got to like be able to mix it up and change it on the day, particularly if they're taking more than one penalty in a game. Does missing scar you emotionally for the rest of your existence? Um, I think that would be dependent on the moment. While international football at the moment is like the be all and end all for these players, like once they leave the tournament, within they'll have probably two weeks off and then they'll be back into their club seasons. They'll be back into doing pre-season. I know with the players that are in the NWSL, they'll be straight back into that league. So mm. you kind of just dust yourself off. And on to the next. Mm. So for um, Megan Rapino, who's retiring, I think for that to be her last act for the US, for her contribution to the US team, I think that's like a bit brutal and for Kelly O'Hara potentially as well. But um, yeah, I think other players that are still continuing their careers and are still have some longevity left in the game, I think, no, they'll be all good. On to the next. Yeah. Newsable takes time and resources to produce. 
Please support our mahi and visit stuff.co.nz support. You, you talked before about how goalkeepers use, um, you know, the prop of, of the drink bottle to try to psych players out. I don't know if you if you remember the 2022 World Cup and the Argentinian goalkeeper uh, Emiliano Martinez. Um, Hard to forget, a, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Caught quite a bit of controversy for um, for his mind games with the French players and like all of the shit talking, which proved really effective in the end. And I'm just I'm curious about that. Like, do you love to see that? Because I I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I think. Um seeing mind games and watching them unfold I find fascinating so like to see that play out I think it's a real entertainment factor I know that um FIFA have brought in some regulations around like goalkeeper antics so they can't actually rattle the bar anymore they can't be jumping around like an idiot so I know that like FIFA are definitely trying to rein that in but um, no, I don't mind. I don't mind seeing it. I think like when it comes to penalties, like it is all about dealing with pressure. It is all about mindset. And I think if the goalkeeper has a way of getting an advantage, like more power to them. Yeah, I I agree because like the odds are stacked against the goalkeeper in the first place. It's kind of it's kind of I I kind of like it if the goalkeeper can can do some subtle you know psychological warfare. Yeah, and you see like such different tactics as well, where like the goalkeeper will like want to like hold the ball between mm. every penalty, and they'll want to be the one that hands it over to the striker, and then mm. like it's a psychological thriller. I guess like that's how I just like love seeing it all play out. How big a part does the crowd play as well, or do you just zone out? Crowds are really interesting ones because, like, you want to be aware of it because you want to be able to, like, soak in the occasion. But um, when it comes to penalties, I think probably it's best just to be like, okay, no, like, let's just focus in, block everything out. Like, this is a training regime. Like, just, like, I've done it a million times before. Let's just get it done. Well, maybe we will see a penalty shootout uh, at some stage in tonight's matches in Australia. We'll have to wait and see for that. But Anna Green, really insightful and, and interesting analysis of that. Thanks very much for your time, as always. Thanks for having me. And remember, you can catch all the FIFA Women's World Cup matches on Sky. Stuff is also streaming some matches, and it also has its own special World Cup hub. But that is Newsville for today. I'm Emil Donovan. And I'm Imogen Wells. Remember to chuck us a follow on your favourite podcast platform to get fresh episodes delivered right to your phone. We have new episodes out every Monday to Saturday from 6am. And you can also follow us on Instagram too. Just search Newsable NZ. Was this episode of Newsable usable? Then back NZ News by making a financial contribution at stuff.co.nz support.